0: The Fat Boy Show.
1: Welcome to The Truth About Cats and Dogs, where we discuss men, women, the games they play, the lies they tell. This game of love is a great mystery indeed, and we are here to explore. Joining us today, we've got a friend of the show, Mr. Dennis Asimwe. Also joining us once again, the amazing uh, Brendaline Kirunji. Welcome both of you to the Truth About Cats and Dogs. I hope you're doing well today. You seem very happy.
2: Yeah, yeah. we're well. Are you well, Dennis?
1: <laughs> Dennis, <laughs> Play playing the survival game. Uh, you found love? What's that? Okay, <laughs> I guess nothing's changed for you. Well, they say, hurt people hurt people. There's even a song like that. I can't even remember who sang it
0: hurt people hurt people must be from the 80s
1: is there a way to break the cycle but first let's understand where the concept comes from that hurt people hurt people people who are hurt go on to hurt others how do they do this so let's say there you are uh, you meet someone uh, sparks fly you click you think this could be the start of something amazing But uh, what you don't know is that this person that you've fallen head over heels in love with is carrying some very dark secrets and very dangerous demons uh, that uh, they inherited from a previous terrible experience. And you now then proceed to have this relationship with this person only to find that perhaps the person is incapable of being emotionally available for you. Maybe their heart is sealed. Mm. Any mention of the potential of a commitment. They just laugh. Why? Because hmm, they were told the same thing the last time around and it ended in tears. So they've got no faith in this one either. That's one of the classic examples of a hurt person hurting another person. Hurt people hurt people. Is there truth to that? You think that's a real thing?
2: Yeah, I I think it's true. Of course, there's no smoke without fire. I... I also believe that um, the cycle is like so deep, I- deeply embedded into our society. Uh, a lot of people, even, you, a word you like to use, uh, commitment phobes. A mm-hmm. lot of people are commitment phobes because of hurt people, hurt people, hurting others. Your question is how do we break the cycle? I think it all goes back to uh, personal responsibility and choice. Because otherwise, if you choose to continue this cycle, then you will continue to hurt other people. If you choose to work on your pain and deal with it, then you probably will have empathy. You'll be empathetic enough not to uh, continue the cycle of hurting other people. So it's it all comes down to choice.
1: Well, in this game of love, you know, no one's an angel. Everyone's guilty of causing some pain to another person. I'm sure even you, uh, Brendalene, in your past, there have been men that have shed tears over you uh, because maybe you didn't treat them so well. And first of all, do you accept that? And second, uh, did that come from a place of hurt? The fact that maybe you didn't treat them the way they would have wanted to be treated. Maybe they were in love with you and you just did not feel the same.
2: I think we shouldn't mix these things up. Um, Pain is inevitable because by virtue of being a human being, pain is inevitable. There are going to be ups and downs, mm-hmm. uh, highs and lows. So that is inevitable. What we don't confuse is if this pain that you're causing this person is is being caused by your previous experience or is it just the usual, you know, up, ups and downs in our relationships. I in see. In so what's the difference? Uh, uh,
1: tell us the difference and how it manifests. So,
2: uh, for instance... How can I? oh my god, now let's stay Okay, so
1: know. for example, uh, let's say you're my girlfriend, and uh, you know, you send me a text, hello, love, good morning, I was thinking about you, and then maybe I spend the rest of the day not replying to that message, uh, and, and I don't care that I'm hurting you by doing that. Is that an example?
2: No, James, do you remember the conversation we had about patterns and attachment styles and all these things? Mm-hmm. So the best example is when it's a pattern because if it's not a pattern it could be a one time incidence maybe Uh you are busy so for you to say that oh this is an example of hurt people hurting others Mm -hmm. it has to be a pattern it has to be repeated over a period of time and with different people Mm -hmm. then you realize oh my god this is my response or reaction to people when they try to get close to me. This is how I always respond to them. I block them. I ignore them. I do this. And then that's when you can start to know that you are in a cycle and you decide should I stop this cycle or should I continue I guess
1: there's this? two ways uh, I, I guess there's two ways that you can hurt someone you can hurt someone by withholding emotions and that is a common complaint I do hear from women yeah. with the men that they are in love with mm-hmm. that hey here I am I'm giving myself to you I'm in love with you but you seem to be so emotionally held back mm-hmm. and then when you pry further perhaps the guy might tell you yeah you know the last girl I had you know, yeah, she, I opened
2: up my heart uh, she messed
1: she... me up so all all that kind of stuff right Mm -hmm. what do you do with that is there any way you can rescue a relationship with such a person who feels so damaged from a previous experience Uh, is it incumbent on you to prove you're different and a. from
2: experience and what I've had it always ends in tears <laughs> it's not that easy you
1: will never convince you him that you're different
2: that person has to decide that's why I said it's personal responsibility and choice that person has to decide and say enough is enough I'm going to choose I'm going to have a good relationship I'm going to find someone and past experiences are not going to define my future experiences that's a choice that person has to make but for as long as that person doesn't make that choice mm-hmm. my friend you cannot be deputy Jesus and save that person you just can't. And now the other thing that you know this, we are looking at it from a love relationship but it also happens with parents and children. Mm. You have parents who are uh, very uh, traumatic on you or they treat you a certain way and stuff mm-hmm. and then you feel that in order for you to be a good parent or for you to say you're a parent, you have to do the same to your children.
1: Ah, so
2: if you look at it from that way then maybe you can understand it from the love you know, man, okay. woman, kind of relationship. So you decide and say, am I going to continue to treat my children the way I was treated, mm-hmm. or am I going to be a better parent?
1: All right, good point. Uh, now, do you think, uh, Dennis, that too often, and women in particular, they they discount uh, the experiences of men from the past? We talked about in the uh, the so some weeks ago. You know, the question, who hurt you? Or, or stuff like that so a woman might approach us wanting a deeper emotional connection and and in some strange way due to the fact that we withhold that emotional connection it increases their attraction to us we may not even be intending uh to to do so but just by the fact that perhaps a previous situation left you feeling uh, like you needed to be more guarded with your feelings or maybe at this point it's more even just instinctual there's just just a part of you that won't ever open up that easily because of what happened and here comes a girl and she views you as some sort of challenge because look her phone is blowing up with messages from guys who are offering them the world and pouring out their hearts they don't care they're going after you the guy that seems emotionally unattainable And now you might be that way because you came from a past hurtful experience. So what's the solution? Should we heed the appeals of these women who are asking us to become more emotionally available and emotionally vulnerable because in failing to do that in some way, we're hurting them?
0: I think um, first the original premise might be a little bit flawed. Um, Hard people do hurt people, but then there's also the possibility that hard people are going to be able to empathize much easier with uh, their fellow humans and be in a position where they'll be more likely to consider the consequences of their actions. But then also, a lot of humanity uh, is defined by learned behavior. So a lot of the things that you, you learn, you learn from observation. So like you will be careful about, you know, how much you drink because you've seen what alcohol can do to people you'll be careful about how much you smoke how you spend your money because you've seen the consequences of that uh, behavior on other people it doesn't have to have happened to you as well so some of the lessons that uh, the majority of men learn they have learned from observation and uh That is something that you need to consider before you underline that particular uh, statement.
1: Well, they say that uh, players are made, not born. Uh, Behind many a Casanova that's out there breaking hearts is a man whose own heart was once broken by a woman
0: with whom he may have fallen deeply in love with. That is the same uh, claim that is covered by the phrase who hurt you which we we disbanded about two weeks ago.
1: Well, my my point is I feel like it's it's a valid how can I say if you've ever fallen sick of any illness uh, it would seem to me to be a mark of wisdom if you learnt your lessons from your previous uh, tragedy,
0: your previous illness, and then take steps to make sure that you don't fall sick again. But, but that is what I'm, I'm questioning. That is not the only way that people learn from that, their that, experiences. Okay, that
1: may be. Okay, yes. that's fine. So, yeah, uh, a guy can observe from the experience of others. Yes. And, but I don't know. I my, feel like I my
2: feel like only flaw with that, with that. Uh, Everyone's
1: been through something.
2: Everyone has been through something. The only thing is, every time we have to blame someone else or oh, hurt people, hurt people behind every player. There's a woman. Whenever we start to, you know, um, heed those kinds of statements as sort of like, I don't know, protective uh, mechanisms for us, we fail to take responsibility. That's why I said at the end of the day, it goes back to. Personal responsibility and choice. One, you decide. You say, "Okay, I've been hurt by X, Y, Z, uh, but I should not do the same to someone else." Two, you take responsibility for your pain, because if you keep blaming other people, you'll never heal. Do
1: you think that men and women uh, perceive of this differently? Because if I may make a general point, it seems like when it comes to issues of romance, women generally tend to be more optimistic in other words she could have been through a string of heartbreaks consecutively one after another over the span of 10 years and uh, after the 10th breakup a week later she's still telling you she believes in love she's going to find someone hmm. for guys usually it takes just one hmm. uh, experience for him to just say you know what I guess it's all not worth it it's all a joke I'm just going to make it about me from this point uh, onwards I, I
0: think I say part of that is because um, a lot of the way society has groomed women it has made romance and uh, the entire love themed existence seem like an inevitability like something they cannot escape something that is going to happen whether they want it to happen or not uh, and which is actually not the way society grooms men i don't know that i would disagree that i mean it's, this is
1: due to society i would i would think it's more having to do with the way we both approach romance because like when it comes to pursuit women are the more passive they essentially they are pursued by men they yeah. sit they just their job is to look good make themselves visible and there will be a long line of men each one trying to take their shot at trying to And take they, t- the girl. they they tend to be you get it. more fatalist it, n- meanwhile you the guy it's the opposite you need to put yourself out there you need
0: to approach I mean typically not always but typically so so you're going to ask yourself whether it's worth it
1: exactly so in other words (laughs) in in terms of the investment of time resources and energy for uh, starting a relationship it's usually a responsibility that a man assumes right and it's for him that he incurs the heavier cost of that entire initial initiation process so in other words if a woman has been heartbroken uh, 10 times even at that instant there's guys in her phone telling her when are we meeting for drinks when are we going for coffee so it's just a matter of her finding the energy to say one time okay maybe I'll go out with him if you are a guy by the time you get over your first let's say tragic breakup by the time you're able to summon the willpower to start trying to chase uh, other women again meanwhile at putting yourself at continuous risk of rejection, because let's face it, you know, one—if you decide to get back out there and start hollering at girls, you know, ninety percent of them aren't going to give you the time of day. Do you know what I mean? So it's a continuous exercise in putting yourself out there and in vulnerability, which I think it would make sense why a woman would be more optimistic about romance because it costs her less to get into a relationship than it would for a man
0: that's true
1: yeah so um, regardless of whether or not she's been hurt uh, the cost for her to get into a new relationship opportunity is, relatively, cost is relatively low, relatively low yeah, co- co- yeah. compared to a man who would have to weigh uh, the potential damage that could result from a failed relationship versus the energy that would have to go into starting In a relationship one, yeah.
2: so are you saying that uh, more you know men are not capable of breaking this cycle given the uh, circumstances that you have presented to us?
1: It, it just means that a lot of times when you hear women complaining about the ways that they've been done wrong by men, it will typically take the form of emotional detachment. Uh, it, it could be in other ways. A guy could rip a woman off to steal her money. They do that. Some may be violent, but the common complaint I hear is, oh, uh, here I am falling in love with him, giving him my all, and he doesn't even seem to care. Um so the, I guess that's what I'm talking about and that the reason why he's withholding himself emotionally could be because of what he's been through
2: in the past and yeah but we want to give men and women a solution to that so What would you recommend for uh, most men who find themselves in those positions? Are you saying they should continue to hurt people because it's justified why they've been hurt and stuff like that? Should hurt people continue to hurt people or is there a way for us to actually manage this cycle?
1: I don't think we can control the extent to which others can hurt us, but I think we can control the extent to which we allow ourselves to be hurt.
2: Um, Takes I, us back to. I think it's asking too much. It's, Personal it's, it's responsibility asking yeah, and but it's choice. asking
1: too much of people to be better versions of themselves. But Why? you, but you as an individual can decide that if you're going to do this dating thing, you're going to do it in such a way that doesn't put you at risk of being hurt by a hurt
2: person, and you don't also hurt other people because of what you've been through.
1: It, that might be inevitable because i can just look you can just be a guy that's just there and a chick falls for you and wants to be with you and you're making it clear ain't nothing gonna happen ain't gonna be serious you know, looking for a relationship and she's continuously trying and, and is hopeful that she can flip you because part of her attraction to you is the fact that you seem unavailable uh, emotionally So what do you do with that? Um, What's the solution to that? Does that mean that the guy must, uh, I don't know, Force himself to be emotionally accessible. Doesn't. At the end of it's the not,
2: day, not, it goes back to chemistry and attraction. If you're attracted to someone, you will find yourself putting in a bit of effort. If you're not attracted to them, then you won't try at all.
0: And, and life sucks. It's not okay. Not everyone you fall for is going to come, uh, you know, run it. And
2: <laughs> pick you up. Yeah, so and, and also, exactly. Up. Like, <laughs> I think a lot of times we are failing to um, get resilient to rejection. Yeah. We need to understand that rejection is part of life. Okay,
1: so we've mostly been talking about men who have been hurt and how that manifests. What about women who have been hurt? Uh, have you had any interesting experiences, Dennis, with women that have been hurt? So I'll start with myself. Um, typically, they will show no signs of it. Uh, they will be as happy and dandy as... As as they were at the time of their birth Like nothing happened um, They seem to have Women in my experience Seem to
0: have a much better job Of sort of erasing Some of their past I think they process They process uh, The entire situation Or the entire scenario Much better than men uh, They're designed to do that
1: So yeah She could have come through A string of 10 failed relationships She meets you And she thinks you're the one Exactly You're you're,
0: you're her soulmate And she'll manage to do it Without baggage Right.
1: So, but but let's talk about that. Do you think there's a sense that it inevitably catches up? Like, do you uh, think the traumas she accumulated from those ten past failed relationships will it in any way affect the new relationship she started with you? I think it does. I I, I think.
2: Everyone has baggage. It's I think it would be, it, it be
0: premature to say uh, they, they don't get affected by their baggage. They they, they, they would be, if especially if they recognize a pattern that they've seen before. But I'll,
2: I'll tell you how women... I guess you won't manu- see it, won't it in the beginning. T- yeah, no, I'll won't tell, it tell you, you it, how, asking how men. hard women manifest. I thought you guys would have an experience of it, but you don't. Uh, you see the women you're meeting who will be heartbroken and still have hope for a relationship with you and they meet you those ones are women who are working on themselves those ones are processing they, they probably won't even hurt you now a woman who has typically been hurt and they intend to hurt someone else one they are very um, uh, money minded like they reach a point and say oh I tried love and I was hurt so now I don't care about love if you don't have money don't come close to me and these are women who are direct about it transborn and they'll tell you yeah they'll say you want to see <laughs> me send money you want this and they do it so aggressively such and women, some men love it so they the cycle is so easy to sustain I
1: don't know but tell me if I'm wrong but are men capable of being hurt by such women like for me if you know a woman makes it clear she's with me for materialistic reasons like yeah. I think for most men automatically just just response, your guard no, the, the response. what
2: usually hurts is eventually so at first you're excited because you're a like oh at least I know what she wants and stuff and yeah. then you start to fall for such a person who's no, not.
1: But, I- yes so, uh, so as I'm giving her money yeah you're
2: giving it to her and you're thinking ah oh, she just likes my money I just want to get what I want to get cool and now you fall for that fall for, for that kind of person and that hurts because now you want her you want her for yourself and she made it clear from the start I'm not interested and she'll show you that she'll get other men who will give her what she wants and so you end up in that cycle of like of being hurt by someone who has hurt that's one the second group are the ones who sleep around and they will do it and they'll do it in your face You've seen men who end up crying, like in apartments, and the guy is like crying for his chick. And the chick, is like, and the chick has another man in the house, and she's ignoring him, and he's outside. And you're thinking, why? Why is he bothering? But he's there, benching. Please <laughs> open this door, and all that stuff. It happens. But those we- women who have been hurt reach a point where they don't care. And for some reason, hurt people just keep attracting hurt people like they don't give up on each other it's like you're, hurt. I, 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 you're hurting me but I'm going to stay I don't think, I don't one think there's the much that
0: you can do so. about it I mean it's essentially a societal cycle it
2: goes back to attachment I think this styles is why I told you attachment think, styles that's why we need personal healing take time you'd make a decision and say I won't be in this cycle but for as long as you don't make that decision enjoy these cycles they're here to stay I think that's
1: why perhaps one of the more uh, appealing genres of romance is sort of high school romance right um Um, where, you know, these are relatively inexperienced people, uh, some boy and a girl in a classroom Mm. exchanging Mm -hmm. looks. They're experiencing it for the first time. And it all feels so pure and so sweet. And I think watching such programs as an adult, you can't help but feel nostalgic for that time in your past where that's how you viewed the world, where you you just had so much faith in, in the belief that you could make something work with somebody and so you weren't carrying all the that uh, <laughs> right? I think
2: people need to stop trying to save others. That's, I think, one of the reasons why you end up in a cycle, in a pattern. You think you're Deputy Jesus, you think you have superpowers that because now you've met this person, you're so special, this person is going to change their entire life for you you need to stop thinking you can save people. Let people save themselves, everyone for their own.
1: So I think the best way forward is for everyone to assume that uh, they're going to keep running into broken people. Uh, no,
2: it's, it's, it's the law of attraction. From it's the law ass- of attraction. If you think you're going to keep running into broken people, you will run into broken
1: people. If you people. live in Uganda, well, you Well, what's the opposite of a broken people? person? Because uh, you're making no sense. What's the opposite of a, of <laughs> a broken person? You're the one person? who
2: said that you're going to keep running into broken people. But in yeah. this case, I imagine from the initial discussion, hurt meet, people, hurt people. So if I, so I, I, meet a I woman, imagine you saying broken in terms of being hurt. If I meet a woman Someone who, who has been hurt. Excuse
1: me. If I meet a woman who is, let's say... 35 years old Mm. and is single Mm. there is absolutely no way in which she is not carrying baggage because if she's 35 and she's single she's probably had at a minimum 10 boyfriends in her
2: lifetime so in this case all of which ended badly in this case baggage is the number of people but there's
0: there's always something good that's going to happen after I mean the sex will be excellent
2: I, I, I guess what I'm what let's I'm saying let's talk is talk about you know so they, l- l- look at life through
1: cheerful and, glasses. No, what I mean is that and as people continue to postpone marriage, mm-hmm. here's another interesting observation. People are now marrying much later in life. So previously you would have married when you were 18 or 20, presumably with less baggage. But now people are marrying at 35, 40, or even older, and I'm talking like first marriage. And so you're coming into it already, both of you, with a boatload of baggage that will probably manifest uh, in your marriage. Or maybe
2: maybe you'll be better at the relationship thing when you both come with all this experience. Uh, I I don't want to call it baggage, but sometimes you have experiences. Have you seen couples that... um, they don't even go into the whole date and stuff. It's like they've been, they both been through so much when they meet. They both know what they want. They say, yo man, I, I want to get married. I want children." And the other person's like, "Yeah, I've also want Someone, I want someone like you, who's serious." And then it works out. So does sometimes, it work out
0: though? That's, a question. That's the thing,
2: you need to define what your baggage is For you, baggage is how many uh, partners that person has had But baggage can come in so many ways Someone could have never dated many people But they went through maybe sexual trauma in, in a certain point in their life So baggage comes in many ways What baggage are you referring to in this case? Dating many people?
1: Well, for it's been established scientifically That for women in particular The more sexual partners they've had The harder they find it to pair bond long term So for a man that's wanting to stay married for a long time, if you're serious about it, you're better off choosing a woman who's had as few sexual partners as possible, possibly a virgin. I'm not saying it's a 100% guarantee. It's a question of degrees where it's more likely that the more sexual partners she's had, uh, the harder she will find it to pair bond uh, with you. And
2: who does this benefit? Like this research, does it benefit the man or the woman?
1: Well, if you're a man looking for a long-term partner, then yeah, maybe get a virgin. Now, as f- what would a woman do with this information? Well, she should go in knowing that she might experience difficulty pair bonding and take steps to mitigate uh, those, uh, you know, potential problems. Brindley, you like you what? might
0: you might experience so for difficulty, difficulty pair bonding. So, for example, hmm? you might experience difficulty if, pair bonding. If six Why? months, if six months, look,
2: well, if, if I don't months get into, married young. <laughs> If
1: three months into what had seemed first was a great relationship, Mm -hmm. she's now feeling like she's bored and she's failing to connect. Rather than say, it must just be because I met the wrong guy, hence I should move on to the next. Maybe she should say, hey, wait, it could be that I'm having attachment issues given what I've gone through. Let me not be in such a hurry. What has gone through me? (laughs) 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 Let me not be in such a hurry to torpedo this relationship, because he seems like a nice enough guy. Maybe we
2: can work it out. Okay, so it goes all goes back to the solution that I gave: personal responsibility and choice. You choose, you choose, and say, "I need to do things differently," and you do them differently, and you get different results.
1: All right. So um, we've learned very many important lessons today. Let's stop hurting each other. Hmm? <laughs> Ladies, if he sends you transport money, show up. Don't hurt him by switching off your phone thereafter. Uh, show up to his place and uh, make him happy. And for the gentlemen. And men, stop cheating. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you heard. Well, that's been today's edition of The Truth About Cats and Dogs. Thank you so much, Dennis Asimwe and Brendalin Kirunji. We'll be back with more great music. You're listening to RX Radio.